Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for tuning in. This episode is titled, A Letter to a Father About Walking and Love. As I write this letter today, I pray that we all have the God perspective of walking in love, to love just as God desires us to love each other as well as our enemies. In this letter, I will break down the verses and give biblical references to the verses with the hope that we will have a better understanding of what is the will of God for our lives. In Ephesians chapter 5 verses 1 through 21 reads, Therefore be imitators of God. Copy him and follow his example. As well-beloved children, imitate their father and walk in love, esteeming and delighting in one another. As Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a slain offering and sacrifice to God for you so that it became a sweet fragrance. Matthew chapter 5 verses 44 through 48 helps us understand how Christ wants us to love. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you to show that you are the children of your father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the wicked and on the good and makes the rain fall upon the upright and the wrongdoers alike. For if you love those who you love, what reward can you have? Do not even the tax collectors do that? And if you greet only your brethren, what more than others are you doing? Do not even the Gentiles, the heathen, do that? You therefore must be perfect, growing into complete maturity of godliness in mind and character, having reached the proper height of virtue and integrity, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Continuing to verse 3 of Ephesians 5, But immorality, sexual vice, and all impurity of lustful, rich, wasteful living, or greediness must not even be named among you as is fitting and proper among saints, God's consecrated people. If you read Romans chapter six, verse 13, we can better understand Ephesians five, verse three. Don't offer the parts of your body to serve sin. Don't use your bodies to do evil, but offer yourselves to God as people who have died and now live. Offer the parts of your body to do to God to be used for doing good. Verse 4 in Ephesians chapter 5. Let there be no filthiness, obscenity, indecency, nor foolish and sinful, silly, corrupt talk, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting or becoming, but instead voice your thankfulness to God. So if we would focus on what the word of God is saying in verse 4, we would be cautious about what we speak out of our mouth towards others, ourselves, and what we text. I admit I had a horrible case of saying mean things and even texting mean stuff to people when I became angry or felt betrayed. The scripture that I am that I am about to give, I pray, will humble us before we speak or text in anger, silliness, 
and foolishness. And the scripture I'm referring to is found in Matthew chapter 12, verses 35 through 37. Those who are good have good things saved in their hearts. That's why they say good things. But those who are evil have hearts full of evil. And that's why they say things that are evil. I tell you that everyone will have to answer for all the careless things they have said. This will happen on the day of judgment. Your words will be used to judge you. What you have said will show whether you are right or whether you are guilty. I pray that we will continue to be careful with our words, even in anger, in Jesus' name. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 5. For be sure of this, that no person practicing sexual vice or impurity in thought or in life or one who is covetous, who has lustful desire for the property of others and is greedy for gain, for he, in effect, is an adulterer, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. One of the biblical references that I will use to help us understand what Ephesians chapter 5 verse 5 is saying can be found in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 9 through 11. Surely you know that people who do wrong will not get to enjoy God's kingdom. Don't be fooled. These are the people who will not get to enjoy his kingdom. Those who sin sexually, those who worship idols, those who commit adultery, men who let other men use them for sex or who have sex with other men, those who steal, those who are greedy, those who drink too much, those who abuse others with insults, and those who cheat. In the past, some of you were like that, but you were washed clean, you were made holy, and you were made right with God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. And I want to just pause right there because in this text, God is letting us know, he's informing us of, you know, these are the type of people that will not inherit the kingdom of God, but he's also letting us know, humble yourself because you used to be in the same sins. So there's a, a bit of humbleness. I Thank God for his mercy and his grace um, as we read these scriptures. And I pray that as you read them, that you will find the revelation as you read them as well. And moving forward to verse 6 of Ephesians chapter 5. Let no one delude and deceive you with empty excuses and groundless arguments for these sins. For through these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of rebellion and disobedience. So do not associate or be sharers with them. For once you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Lead the lives of those native born to the light. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of intense darkness and the shadow of death upon them has the light shined. Continue on to verse 9 of Ephesians 5. For the fruit, the effect, the product of the light or the spirit consists in every form of kindly goodness, uprightness of heart, and trueness of life. The fruits of the spirit that the light produces can be found in Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23. And the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, patience, kindness, temperaments. You know, you can find those in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. And that's what we're supposed to be operating in, our character, our conduct. Um, let's continue on. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 10 reads, And try to learn in your experiences what is pleasing to the Lord. Let your lives be constant proofs of what is most acceptable to him. 
In Romans chapter 12, verses 2, we are given the practical tools to help us know and learn what is pleasing to the Lord. And it reads, do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after, adapted to experience to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. And that is in Romans chapter 12, verses two in the Amplified Classic Version. And that's why we're supposed to renew our mind in Christ Jesus so that we can prove to ourselves, we can prove what is the good and acceptable perfect will of God. In verse 11 of Ephesians 5, chapter, verse 11 of Ephesians chapter 5 reads, Take no part in and have no fellowship with the fruitless deeds and the enterprises of darkness, but instead let your lives be so in contrast as to expose and reprove and convict them. Now, I am going to give two biblical references of exposing and reprove as children of the light in the way that God wants us to conduct ourselves. The first one is located in Leviticus chapter 19, verses 17, 17 through 18. You shall not hate your brother in your heart, but you shall surely rebuke your neighbor, lest you incur sin because of him. You shall not take revenge or bear any grudge against the sons of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. In Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 is the second verse of conducting ourselves amongst each other. Brethren, if any person is overtaken in misconduct or sin of any sort, you who are spiritual, who are responsive to and controlled by the Spirit, should set him right and restore and reinstate him without any sense of superiority and with all gentleness keeping an attentive eye on yourself lest you should be tempted also. Galatians 6 and 1 and Leviticus 19 verses 17 through 18 is how we should respond in love towards our fellow believers and unbelievers. Finally, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 12 through 21. For it is a shame even to speak of or mention the things that such people practice in secret. But when anything is exposed and reproved by the light, it is made visible and clear. And where everything is visible and clear, there is light. The light that is referenced in verse 13 can be found in John 3 and 20. John chapter 3 and verse 20 says, For every wrongdoer hates those that detest the light and will not come out into the light but shrinks from it, lest his works, his deeds, his activities, his conduct be exposed and reproved. And guys, I'm just going to pause right here because I heard something that was so profound from the singer Travis Green. And he said, I've never seen a surgeon conduct a surgery without the light. And see, that is this light that God is talking about. You know, when we yield ourselves to Jesus Christ, when we gave our, our lives to Christ, um, he shines the light on things that are wrong in our life. He shines the light. But in verses in John chapter 3, verse 20, he says, for every wrongdoer hates, loathes, detests the lights. So when... The surgeon is conducting surgery. He has to shine the light on the problem area or the area that he's re he's reconstructing or the areas that he's doing surgery on. He has to shine the light on it to fix the problem. But the people that that are unrepentant, that that don't want to come under the light, they don't want their wrongs doings to expose. That's why, you know, 
when the light is exposed, we have a heart of repentance at all times because the Holy Spirit convict us. It doesn't condemn us because the word of God says there is no condemnation for those who for those who are in Christ Jesus. So the Holy Spirit is convicting us and leading us to repentance. And that is that light that is always constantly shining is shining even in the dark places. So this is what John 3 and 20 is referring to. Okay, and we're going to move on. Therefore, he says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall shine. Make day dawn upon you and give you light. Look carefully then how you walk. Live purposefully and worthily and accurately, not as the unwise and witless, but as wise, sensible, intelligent people, making the very most of the time, buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. We must understand that in verse 16, that we should be aware that our time on earth is limited and we should be taking advantage of every opportunity to do good. And the biblical reference can be found in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 2. Give a portion to, the, to seven or even divide it to eight, for you do not know what misfortune may occur on earth. On to verse 17. Therefore, do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. Continuing in Ephesians 5 verses 18. It says, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. Speak out to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, offering praise with voices and instruments, and making melody with all your heart to the Lord at all times and for everything, giving thanks in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God the Father. Be subject to one another out of reverence for Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. I pray that God gives you understanding as you meditate on these scriptures. I pray Ephesians chapter 1 verses 18 through 23 over your life. And I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center and core of your being may be enlightened, flooded with the light by the Holy Spirit so that you will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee, the confident expectation to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. And so that you will begin to know what the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his active spiritual power is in us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of his mighty strength, which he produced in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion whether angelic or human and far above every name that is named above every title that can be conferred not only in this age and world but also in the one to come and he put all things in every realm in subjection under christ's feet and appointed him as supreme and authoritative head over all things in the church which is his body the fullness of him who fills and completes all things in all believers in Jesus' name amen i pray that you have a blessed day and go in grace and peace